You know when you lie in bed and you can't sleep and then you go back through all the embarrassing moments of your life? Constantly. Does that, yeah, it does oh, happen, God. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. sometimes I do it when I'm on public transport. <laughs> you know when you're just staring out the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, back in the 80s and 90s, that would always be like a sad film clip. Someone yeah. would be sitting there staring wistfully out the window oh, yeah, as and the train clatters by. Yeah, yeah the would. drops on the yeah, window. Yeah. Yeah, so they're thinking of lost loves. I'm thinking about all the idiot things I've done in my life. <laughs> right, right. And I've got another one to add to the list. Okay. So I, I'm i a pretty awkward person. I, you know, physically I'm quite a, you know, a larger woman, taller mm. woman, mm. and I'm still not sure, even at the ripe old age of mid-40s, I've actually worked out how to use all my limbs in the correct <laughs> order. But so quite often, um, and, and, I, and I'm really, I get really, really anxious meeting people and walking into groups of people. Do you really? Oh, yeah. It surprises me. Yeah. No, horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. And I find it really challenging. I don't know why I say yes to emceeing and hosting things for charities. <laughs> I really don't because I get so nervous. Mm. But then at the end, if you've done something great, you know, I feel really... Feel good. Yeah. yeah. So when I'm coming up to someone, and I think people might think I'm rude because I've, I've sort of looked down and I sort of shrink away and hide and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So quite often I do the old mix-ups because then I try to go, now, come on, Ali. You know, you've got nothing to be scared of. And so quite often I end up being over-exuberant when I meet someone. So I'll hug them. You're talking I'll... way too loud. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so I just come across as adult. So adult, not adult. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day, and this happens in so many instances, the other day I had to get to the airport, so I had to catch a cab, and I was in a real hurry. So I was also really, really stressed. I was still trying to sign off on stuff for work, and you know, I was travelling for work and everything else. But I had the most wonderful cab driver ever in the history of ever being in a cab. Oh, ever. why? Why was he saying that? Oh, this? well, he was an Indian gent and we're in the middle of the T20 cricket. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you see where I'm going. <laughs> now, not only that, he had just picked up a former Indian cricketer uh, who was here to commentate. So he was so excited and he was going a mile a minute about all of this. So by the time we hit the intersection with Sir Donald Bradman uh, Drive and South Road there, mm. and you drive past the Hilton Hotel, mm. he was telling me about this guy's batting average and how <laughs> he used to be a punter back in India and he used to follow all the players around and that he knew everyone. By the time we got to the next intersection, he's telling me about how he saw Shane Watson. No one knew that he knew that it was Shane Watson, but he did because he used to follow. Anyway, by the time oh we had then got to Woolies on the right-hand side, he's teaching me how to swear in Indian. <laughs> like, it was the most glorious... Wonderful trip I've ever had. It sounds like a nightmare cab trip. Yeah, for you me. would hate I would that. be yeah, so yeah, confused yeah. by everything he's now, talking about. To be completely fair, um, I was trying to make some calls because I had producer Sean here. He was trying to sign off on some work stuff. Mm. So I'm like, but I just didn't, I felt so rude interrupting him and everything right, okay. else. Anyway, finally I had to bite the bullet and it was almost mid sentence. And I'm, 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 oh, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I've just got to make, I'm really sorry. I've just got to make a quick phone call. And he said, yes, no worries, no worries, no worries. So I got on the phone. <laughs> And I'm sorting out some stuff with Sean as we're pulling up. And he even went to the extent where he put in earphones. Cause, and then at the end he said, oh, whenever anybody is on a phone call, I just like to give them privacy. So, wow. oh, like he's the nicest bloke in the world. Wow. And that's really the opposite because usually when you get in a cab, the cab driver's on about nine phone calls yeah. at one time. <laughs> so it's interesting that the roles are swapped. Well, this was, it was lovely. So we get to the airport and I'm getting out. And then I felt so bad that I would stopped his flow of amazing shash. Mm that I've said, thank you so much. I really hope I run into you again. And then I gave him a kiss goodbye. Hang on, a kiss goodbye? Well, he thankfully at this stage was on the other side of the car, so I couldn't quite reach him. So it gets better. I blew him a kiss goodbye. (laughs) 
I am standing there and this absolute bloke who'd been a stranger up until 18 minutes earlier and I'm going, thank you so much. Have a wonderful time. Good luck with getting to the cricket tonight because he'd also told me how he'd been ripped off by a mate of his sister-in-law's brother, blah, (laughs) blah, 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 getting tickets. And then I've gone, see you. I really hope I see you soon. (laughs) And then I've just stopped and there was nothing else I could do than just walk away. Um, I mean, who blows kisses anymore? That's an interesting thing to do. But what, what was his reaction, by the way? Did he blow one back? <laughs> I ran. I like I, <laughs> I turned town and I just walked. I walked, I walked. And what made it worse mm. is he was such a good driver that I said, do you have a business card? Because if ever we're going somewhere or, you know, mm. and he had a big car. Mm. And so not only that, I now have his direct number. And then I'm blowing a kiss to him. So the poor guy is probably thinking <laughs> that I am going to start ringing him and stalking him because I want something a little bit more nefarious. By the way, if that cab driver is listening, please pick the phone up. <laughs> 8300 1023. We need to speak to you this morning. Gosh, I'm mothering a lot of men in my life. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh. Who else are you mothering? Oh, my husband. Why? Well, I don't know. Does anybody else do this where they actually almost end up not treating their partner like a child but but just throwing them in with a job lot with the kids. Hang on, isn't having childlike qualities, you know, a nice thing? Just oh, gets old real quick. <laughs> Unfortunately, not as you get older. No, no, no. Like, um, so here you go. Here, okay. I'll give you an example. Okay. I adore him. Smartest man I know. Generally the smartest man I know. Mm. Has an MBA, has a vet degree, is a football coach. Like, ridiculously smart. He wants an MBA again? He plays uh, for the NBA. No. <laughs> MBA. Got you. Masters of Business. Sure, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. smartest man I know. Anyway, for the last, I would say conservatively, year and a half, when I speak to him on the mobile phone, he turns into a Dalek. Like a guy, <laughs> and I go, Dals, you need a new phone. Can you please get that sorted out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, no, honey, you really need a new phone. Can you please Can you please do that? Anyway, so I've just got an email, right? And this is the conversation between myself and my husband. You, hang on, he emails you? No, nah, well, because I'll tell you why. Okay. Morning, babe. This will give you a hint why. Right. Okay. Morning, babe. Just a heads up, the phone is dead this morning. I need a new one. <laughs> I'll get it sorted. But if you need me, call Eloise, who is our eldest daughter. And I said, oh, no, what an awful time to die. Do I get credit for not saying I told you so here, please? Yes. Um, sing out if you need me to do anything or contact anyone. And then he comes back. Actually, babe, can you send me our daughter's number? I have a radio interview I have to do. <laughs> and then I've written back and I said... All right, I'll let you know a number depending on who, which radio interview you're doing because if it's someone that we compete or hate against, well, I'm not giving him that yeah, number, fair clearly. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, oh, it's all good. I managed to have got it working. I'm at 2% in building. Oh, God. You can hear the rolling of my yeah. eyes, you know, right? No, I don't know Matt that well, but it doesn't surprise me. And what kind of phone does he have, by the way? Is it a Nokia 1? Yeah, what no. is it, like an, like an iPhone 2? <laughs> yeah, about is that. It, really? it would yeah. be about that. Yeah. It would be that. So, I don't know. look, a 300 Help me convince Shane that sometimes you do end up treating your partner <laughs> like a kid. All right. Oh, we've already got a call. All right. Okay. Julie from Gawler, good morning. Good morning. Okay. All right. So come on. When did your partner act like a kid? Uh, my ex acted <laughs> like a child. <laughs> right. Quite, quite frequently. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how long were you married for before he was your ex? Uh, about 30 years. Right. And so how was he the kid? Um, because if he didn't get his own way, he would crack the tanties and not talk to you for oh, days. Sulking. The old sulk. Oh, yeah. Would he yeah. ever lie on the floor and couldn't get up <laughs> off the floor? Does he, does he have a tanty like that, Julie? No, but no. The, no. Not, talking, Maybe, the not talking's enough, though. 
Yeah, you were ignored. He wouldn't eat like when it was really bad. He wouldn't eat what you cooked. You'd take a coffee to him in the shed and he wouldn't drink it. Oh, and sit there. You would be completely ignored. So, I, you know, as a young wife, you try and make things work. And right. then as, as the years pass, I thought, you know what? I ain't playing this game no more. So <laughs> I would just leave him be. And he could sulk at me while he's coming out emaciated and everything else because he has never eaten, like, for 10 days. Oh, no. He would, he would just, you know, he would fend for yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, you do the right, you know, you, you cook for a family, so... You know, it would sit on the table, and I'd leave it on the table. And <laughs> oh, Julie, I'd let, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't normally, I don't normally bag out the ex, but <laughs> this one was just a perfect Great opportunity. opportunity yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. A Thanks, Julie. You gave it a red hot go for thirty years. Clearly, I don't think it went divorcing over this, but you know, <laughs> any time that you have had to maybe treat the partner like a kid, let us know. Samantha of Fulham Gardens is called on A3 1023. What did he do, Samantha? Uh, good morning. He he thought it would be a good idea to take a blower and dust off his desk. What? Like a leaf blower? Yeah, a little one. <laughs> and <laughs> then <laughs> and then when it went, he decided, he thought, oh, I've now gone on the bedroom floor. He took the leaf blower and proceeded to blow the dust. Under the bed, from under the bed and all over the bedroom, all over. <laughs> then phoned me to say, um, so I thought this was a good idea, and, I, and I'm just cringing, thinking, oh my gosh, where is all this stuff gone? <laughs> well, this is it. But don't worry, it's in a controlled area. I said, what do you mean? And he goes, oh, it's by the front door in a corner. <laughs> that is so what kids do, don't they? They go, oh, yeah, no, I've cleaned it. And they just leave a little pile of something for you to discover. Blokes will do anything to use a power tool, won't they, Samantha? Well, he's got this really fancy Karcher vacuum cleaner, which I kind of suggested, well, maybe you now go and get your Karcher vacuum cleaner and suck it all up. But no. Samantha, isn't there a part of you that is kind of impressed by, you know, the, the way his brain works? I mean, it's a great idea. Oh, come on. You know what? He is an extremely intelligent man. This is what confuses me. <laughs> oh, Samantha, I don't think you're alone. Thank you so much. I bet you his desk was very clean, though, and there was nothing left on it. No. <laughs> See you, Samantha. 8300 Mazzy. Yes. Come on. I believe that you're... Uh, we've got this ongoing joke in our house, and it's not funny really mm. but it's about the ice container in the, in the oh fridge my God, yes. oh every time yes. i go to it it's empty. empty it's constantly empty and i'm always saying just fill it up fill it up it's no iced tea without ice <laughs> like mate and he just he can't do it hang he on can't if, do if it. it's empty mas why not just fill it up yeah well oh. i thank you well, that's what i'm, I'm dealing saying, with what? that is what i'm dealing with uh, he's always uh -huh. blaming me but uh -huh. he's the i'm gonna get cameras you know uh, oh, all right. cameras and keep yeah. it now it's starting to get weird uh, <laughs>